Okay, so here's the visions. I know I've been delaying it. <laughs> At this point, I've been delaying these visions. Here are here they are. So the first vision, I wake up in a bed that's not my own. And in a millisecond, I'm thinking, what? You know, what is, I'm thinking I'm in my real bed and I'm rolling over and then getting more comfortable. It really feels like real, like super real. And then a guy is has his arms on me and I'm thinking like, oh, okay. You know, I first I was like, what? Who is that? But then I realized, oh, I know who this is. It just it felt natural. It felt, you know, like regular, like, duh, you know who this is. And so, you know, I roll over and I'm about to cuddle with this with this guy. And like, I remember feeling like, you know, like, um kind of weird like you know for a second it felt kind of weird it really did feel weird like it didn't feel right but then it felt like you know maybe it doesn't feel right because I don't know who this guy is but for a split second I thought to myself you know be careful in these kind of visions because you know people are posing and they're not who they say they are and they are actually like it's like super weird. Like I've had so many different weird visions. I don't even want to speak about, but they're demonic, and I know that. So I don't ever put too much, you know, worry into them because I know that God, God got me, and the devil wants me to think all these horrible, terrible, you know, satanic, demonic things because He knows who I am. He knows that I am coming out, and He knows that the Lord is protecting me. He's bringing me out of the situation. He's helping me, and Satan just wants to scare me into, you know, not fighting anymore. He wants to scare me into giving up. So I roll over with this guy, and you know, I remember just thinking, like, is this guy really, you know, for me? Because that's what I used to think when I was around this guy. It was never super personal, but I just always wondered if he was even really ever for me. I I guess partially about low, it was low self-esteem, but mostly because I never had low self-esteem. Well, I don't say never, but I didn't have low self-esteem, I thought. So I thought, but mostly it was more like, um, I don't know, like, is he supposed to be? So, um... You know, I'm with this guy. He's cuddling me. He's kind of being there for me a little. And then when he he gets up, he starts doing push-ups. And I remember just thinking, like, you know, that he looks handsome. But also, I remember having this feeling. It felt like almost that I was about to start arguing or, like, I was feeling like I was about to start, like, being attacked like it was a setup i've had so many different visions that were setups so it wasn't that and i noticed that a lot of times when i'm being set up in my visions it's because whoever it is in the vision has gotten offended that i have figured it out like i'm figuring the visions out or i'm like i'm see i'm able to see that it's not what i what it looks like but I play it cool and this vision lasts for a little while. And then, you know, I wake up and it still feels like the guy's kind of there a little bit protecting me. But, you know, I was actually there for a minute too. And I remember being in a, it was like a mixture of this house that I've never been in before. 
and my old house and it felt like my dad was there in, in the next room but he was so depressed and so like sad and just like so he felt so helpless like he couldn't do anything like he was so wrong he felt so guilty like so many things like kind of like how i've seen my dad before where he can't really look me in my eyes but he didn't I didn't even go in the room. I just knew he was in there looking like that. And that's kind of how it felt like when I, how I knew this person and how I knew I was there for a while and all this other stuff. So all I know is I'm just knowing things and it doesn't make sense. And so, um, I wake up and it feels like it's a conversation but it feels like honestly i don't really know what is being conversated what they're talking about like i'm just kind of like going along with what i can gather i don't really know the next vision comes just like the same way and it was a weird like kind of like sexual thing too in the vision too even though we didn't actually do anything and in these visions it's like i keep getting this feeling like i'm actually being intimate with these guys but i don't ever actually have the memory of us actually doing anything it's like i'm just being told that we did or i'm just feeling like we did but we don't ever actually do anything and it's kind of weird but in this vision though it's like we was about to or almost did and i was like like it just didn't happen and i was on my period in the vision but i woke up and wasn't on it so i don't know it was kind of weird wasn't on it yet because now two days later i am and this it like the the future so it is being predicted around me a lot which is so creepy too so um the next vision i know i was like in this room and it looked at like sort of like a a room like a girl's room like a girl's like a small girl's room in a home maybe a i don't know just a house and it felt like it was i'm not gonna lie they were telling me it was my sister's best friend's room it reminded me of that it reminded me of a situation when you know they were hanging out together and i know that they had i had heard something about them hanging out again so it felt like it may have been something with that again but also at the same time i still don't know because you know maybe it was me being paranoid and i don't want to automatically put that on it because i already heard about that so anything i already heard of and it feels like i'm manifesting i'm just not i'm just gonna give i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt until i have more solid information all i know is there's this guy and he's sort of like a he kind of looks like he might be mixed with like asian and black and he's kind of cute to me but he's like smaller than i usually would like my guy like I've grew up around guys all the time like this, like in school, elementary school, grade school, all that stuff. And I always thought they were cute, but like they were little. And like, it's not, I have anything against that, but it's just, I just feel like if somebody matched them better. So, um, this guy, he was kind of around me and wasn't even really like that, but it kind of, it was kind of like we did like each other. And then, so, he was, like, I remember it was, like, an airport thing. Like, I had just got out the airport. He had just got out the airport. Or, like, it was something about the airport and getting back from the airport. Something like that. And so, there was, like, a beach connected to, 
the room and girls were coming through and it's like almost like they were coming through the airport but also coming through from the beach and it was kind of weird it's like a door that's like not even supposed to be there or not even really there it's really a wall and it's like they're coming through it like it's a door it's a portal oh my gosh i just got that oh my gosh thank you lord jesus it's a portal so they're coming through this portal and they're just like passing through really some people have suitcases coming right out the airport other people are in bathing suits coming right off the beach a lot of them are tracking sand in there like they're coming from all different places it's a portal wow and so this guy is there he's like it looks like he's just like searching through something in the shelves in the closet like a pieces of paper maybe receipts or like uh maybe um itineraries like you know how the paper the, you get the little uh seat seat itinerary when you're at airport a little piece of paper tells you where your seat is going to be with your name on it etc you need to scan it your little ticket your airplane your airline ticket so that's what he was it seemed like he was going through those a little bit but it was like it probably was a little bit more he seemed like he maybe was doing something like he was busy or something and i was just there and i don't know what was really going on but i was kind of just like looking like you know i don't know what's going on but i also felt like they were saying like oh like you you're being controlled like no they have control over your body and like they're using you like they're kind of just like um like you're a product you're kind of just like a product to them and they were telling me this kind of stuff and i was i remember just thinking like you know what i don't really want to talk about it but because i get this little look on my face was kind of like i don't really you know want to like i don't want to believe it's true or talk about it but at the same time i'm saying to myself you know nah that can't be true i know that that's not true because the lord wouldn't allow that to happen to me and even if it is true it's definitely because of who i am and it's definitely because like they're trying to put me in such a position that will be so you know degrading or humiliating or feel like powerless so that i would you know jump at any opportunity to get some of that power back you know how Satan works. Like, okay, if you're not going to go the way I want you to go, if you're not going to sell your show to me, if you're not going to do what I want you to do, then I'm going to put you in this position where everybody gets to trample over you. And when you want some power, then you know who to come to. When, you, when you're when tired of people walking over you like a doormat. And I just, I can't fall for it. I'm like, whatever, just let whatever it is happen. Because I trust God. I trust that he will never let anything happen to me. And most of the time, you're just trying to make me think that this is what's really going on. And it's not what it looks like because satan is a liar so i do remember this guy he kind of like super busy a little bit but it feels like he kind of likes me a little bit and then i remember thinking like what makes you think i'm just supposed to just like you like why does it feel like this is a setup but if i wanted to set myself up i would set myself up i don't need nobody to set me up like i kind of hate stuff like that where it's like who you don't control me like don't put me on a date with somebody expecting me to like them or assuming that i would like them or wanting me to be with them or something like that and it's like i might have been able to choose somebody better and it's not even about being able to choose somebody better maybe that's somebody that i might have chose for myself but you don't choose for me so the person kind of did that tried to choose for me and i was just like uncomfortable with that but the guy he was kind of cool or whatever and i remember him like kind of being like saying like he was in a similar position a little bit sort of kind of i think he said something pertaining to like no nah, i would never 
be in a position you're in, though. Like, kind of like, that. Would, I wouldn't let that happen to me. But for me, I just felt like, you know, even though it, all this stuff seem so real, and I don't doubt that, you know, in somebody's mind, in somebody's world, it is real. But this is not real for me because I know what's really going on. And when it comes down to it, I feel like I'm the only one who does. So I can't really say that this is real. But I do know that it felt a little real, a little bit, just a little. And so the guy was like, you know, into me a little bit, like, but he was busy. And I remember thinking like, nah, but then, you know, when other girls would come through the portal passing through, I would think like, like if they were interested in him, a couple girls would like, would walk through the portal and be like, I, you know, I'll talk to you. Yeah, I want you. Like, and there were, it was a lot of thirsty ones too. I would get a little jealous and I didn't know why I was getting jealous though. I think, I don't know, I think it's... I don't know. It must be a girl thing or something. But in reality, I knew, like, I don't, like, no, this is not that. So, all I know is he was, like, looking through things. He went in the closet. He went through the closet. And I remember we were talking. But we were kind of, like, arguing, going back and forth a little bit about, like, like, you don't want me. I don't want you. Like, that type stuff. And then I remember when he was in the closet, I kind of cornered him. And I was just like, first of all, like, don't do it like that because if I really wanted you, I could have you or something like that. I don't know. I don't even really talk like that. But I think it was more of an argument like, you know, don't try to play me. Like, I don't know. I don't understand who I am. It's not It's not because I don't, you know, like I'm insecure or something. No. And then he had kissed me. And it was weird. Like, he really kissed me. And it felt real. I really felt the kiss. And the way he kissed me, he really kissed me like, you know, no, I want you. I think it was an argument like, no, if anything, you don't want me. No, it's not that I don't want you. If anything, you don't want me or something like that. But it wasn't, I didn't mean it like that. I don't know. I think I was kind of saying like, I was trying to tell him what was going on. But at the same time, it was like, it's almost like it's impossible. Not impossible, but it's like, and I don't want to say it don't matter, but it just feel like, you know... Like, they believe it's a lie. Like, they're already... they already been lied to. Like, it's almost like it's a setup. It's it's a setup. It's clearly a setup. That's why I'm so upset about it. That's why I don't want to really be with him. Because I'm like, it's, this is a setup. You don't know me for me. It's not that I don't want you. It's the fact that you believe I'm somebody they told you I am. And I'm somebody different. If you wanted me for who I really am, then I get... Then I... Then... Uh, I would have a problem with you. It's not that. It's just that this is like, this is bad circumstances. This wrong time. I would never want to be with you and it'd be like, I feel like it's supposed to be a genuine situation and it's not genuine. Like this whole situation is a setup. And it just, it just turned into an argument like, oh, I don't know. I don't think, I just think that you don't think I would want you or something like that. Or like, I don't know. Because I know ain't nothing wrong with me and such and such. I don't know. But he kissed me and it felt really real. And then after that, I woke up and it felt like, you know, I kept remembering it. And I, I thought to myself, like, that really felt real. And he felt like he was a real person. He probably really is. But I've never met him a day in my life. And I've never came across and walked past him or nothing. I remember faces. But, like, I don't know. I felt like he was my boyfriend when I woke up. Like, he, was, like he ended up becoming my boyfriend when I woke up because he was still lingering around after I woke up. So, boom, that happened, and I don't ever usually have two visions with one guy. Unless it's a guy I really dated for a while. 
But um, that was about two days ago. And then yesterday, no, no, no. Yeah, last night, I had a vision of this guy I used to watch on um, YouTube. I think his name is Dope Island. I don't remember anymore. Like, I don't remember his name. I, don't want, I haven't watched his videos in a while, but I always thought he was cute. And he had this sketch that was funny. It was about God with this other guy. And I don't, I'm not going to lie, I thought he was gay. But um, I didn't really think he was gay, but I thought, like, you know, who knows? But anyways, he was always funny to me, super funny. But I was with him, and he was, like, not even, like, a super goofy guy like I thought he was. And I was around him. He actually was, like, a player, like a pimp. And he had, like, a bunch of different girls, like, crazy over him. So when I was there, it seemed like he had snuck me in or something. Then the next girl she had was just leaving. And I think it was another girl while I was there, you know, hiding in the closet the other girl she got rejected and turned away and she was outside the window throwing things at me and talking about me and yelling at me because you know he didn't want her but the funny thing about it is it felt weird because she was pretty not because she was pretty but because like it felt like she didn't really commit to you know being jealous of me and but she was definitely attacking me so i don't know maybe she was being used because the way i see it is like people are they're giving us they're using us like zombies they're using our bodies like transport devices i want to be this person today i want to be that person today i'm just gonna jump in and out of their bodies and i felt like they gave her that feeling like she was jealous and in reality she like when she like soon as i was not paying attention to her no more it's like she went on like she didn't even know what was going on but she looked like she felt used that's what's so crazy so um she wasn't even in his apartment she was just like got rejected and turned away or something like that for but it felt like you know if they didn't give her the feeling of feeling like rejected and turned away like she wanted to be there then she otherwise would not even care and that's what's so weird because I feel the same way about all these visions. Like, it's not that these guys aren't supposed to be cool guys or whatever. I don't know. It's just that I wouldn't otherwise care for them at all. And that's just the real. Like, I, if I thought you were cute, whatever, that doesn't mean that I would be knocking on your door. You know, that doesn't mean that I would be actually entertaining you. And I can't say that I would or I wouldn't. What I'm saying is that I don't care. I don't, it's, I'm indifferent to it. And how do I feel this way when I'm with you or when I'm around you in these visions? But when I wake up, I'm still indifferent. I'm indifferent. And it's weird. It's like, even still, I'm going to go look at his videos because like I said, I'm indifferent. If I felt some type of way, I would say, I'm never watching his videos. Or I would say, you know, I need to watch his videos. But I'm really just like, you know, I don't know. Should I? But I'm gonna watch them because they're funny. But um, that's how you know somebody's indifferent. Like that's weird. Like you're gonna watch it because how you usually would watch them, not for any other reason, not because based off of the vision, really. But you know, you know, you had the vision, but it's not really based off of that, and not really based off of hatred either. It's just more like you know, a good reminder that you know, you know, a funny video you haven't watched it in a while. Like for example like if i got a reminder about that's a raven i haven't watched that's a raven since i was a kid and i would be like you know maybe i will watch a that's a raven episode for nostalgia you know 
for nostalgic reasons whatever i don't know but all i know is like when i was in a vision it felt like i was chasing him around and i don't ever chase guys ever i don't chase guys oh my gosh that's so not like me and i was just like and i remember waking up a little bit like what like i'm letting him you know like have girls in the closet where he's hiding he's hiding girls in the closet girls are fighting me over him like i'm having him had i'm letting him you know pretty much be bold about having many different girls and i'm one of them oh no that's not like me at all but i was more like when i was there i was just i just liked him so much i remember just thinking like i don't know i just like him so much and i don't like it's weird but he was more like you know a pimp like he really felt like like i remember him saying like in a plush robe and he really was like overlapping girls like where like this one's coming out the closet that one's running out the front door this one's in my bedroom that one's in my living room etc and we were in his house his house is like super nice or whatever he had like a bar and all kinds of stuff and he was like really feeling like the man i really i remember that and you know I remember it was just a bunch of different things happening where it felt like my feelings were being controlled a little. I'm not going to lie. They felt like they were being controlled. But it felt like if you said that or if you admitted that or acknowledged that, then they're going to make it seem like, you know, you're just saying that you're just lying because you got played or, excuse me, or because you were put in a position that you feel like, you want to put yourself in or you don't want to admit that you were one of the girls not the main like and i don't care i'm just indifferent to it i just know i wouldn't even be in that situation you know yeah i thought he was cute but I never looked at him like that not like that like like i did in that vision it was weird like, i don't know it's kind of a lot of stuff was going on but i just feel like this was set up so that you know Nobody is really having the tools or the capacity, I think, to fight this thing. Like, the guys, they are cool with it because they get to play over women or girls a lot. The girls are ashamed and embarrassed and humiliated and then otherwise confused where they're feeling like if I I was actually liking him or I think I actually like him, so... And it's like, in reality, it wasn't even you. They gave you that feeling. But it's like, I can't explain it because, like, when I try and talk about it, then the girls are also being controlled enough to attack me whenever I start making sense. Everybody is. And it's weird because it's like, I can't wake them all up at once. I can, but I haven't been able to do it yet. But all I know is, like, my sister walks in and she's looking at me like with her her look just looks like you know she looks like you know man oh man i don't know how to explain her face her face just kind of looks like you know I'm just like, I'm going to do what I have to do for my family. That's what her face looks like. But it looks like I may be talking about her or attacking her in some kind of way. But she knows what's up and she knows what's going on. So she's trying to help me. And I'm just like gone where I'm just chasing after this guy. And she's trying to help me like, this is not you. This is not you. Wake up, you know. No, you don't. You don't really like him like that. You would never, like, you would never let nobody do you like this, you know. You know better. And, like, I know I know better, but I don't understand why I'm still being able to be used like this. And then 
she's like her face just looks like you know and i attack her too because it's like i'm being controlled enough to attack her but for trying to help me and that's when i'm like i look at her face and it wakes me up because her face says you know even though you're attacking me i'm gonna try to protect you still because you're my sister and i love you and i gotta do what i gotta do kind of like that but i don't want to jump to conclusions because i don't know just feel like i don't know feel like I might be being used to attack her, but I don't know. Um, her face looked like that in two of my visions. The one before, right before this one with the like Asian black mix guy, like black and East guy. Or the Blasian guy. And the this guy, the dope island guy. So then it's like kids there's like babies there it's just one baby from belief in fatherhood the youngest baby he's there and like there's another kid and like i don't know where this kid came from he doesn't look like he's anybody's child that's there neither is the little other little baby but i feel like the other little baby he's there because i just think he's so adorable and so cute and i always be thinking about him like oh he must be a joy but at the same time i just think he's so funny and cute so i think he was there because like i wanted like i has, I probably have this urge like in my heart to take care of children because i've always been raising children so he's there and i'm like feeding him i'm just like making food for the kids in his kitchen i'm just like feeding the kids i remember going up to him he pulled like a drink out of his bar and it was like some expensive brandy or something like that and he poured a drink and i was like i took it and i drank his drink and then he ran off for a second i don't know where he went but he just kind of like disappears for seconds and it feels like he's running from something or hiding and then he comes back looking all guilty or suspicious like he's called but then he's okay but it's weird it's like it's frantic because it's also women running out of his apartment but um all i know is after i fed the children like i woke up but another thing i realized is that i had a vision about a bottle a million dollar bottle of champagne and i found out it's real i looked it up and found out it was real it's the exact bottle i saw my vision and everything and i was about to open it and i remember somebody saying like like in a vision it was a small boot a small like uh vintage little small vintage wine shop where was about those the shop was opened up and it was they opened it up because they had a nick for you know recognizing wine and and you know very high high end champagne and wine and that's what they sold at their shop they showed they sold cheap bottles too but the, it was really about coming there when you knew what you were talking about when it came to wine and champagne and they had this million dollar bottle and it was just saving it but it was so vintage it's limited and only a few people actually know what it is and you know what it's worth and so people and i've seen people post i looked it up found you know many different rappers posing with it chris brown a couple other people and then like it's a million dollar bottle of champagne with a diamond encrusted in the bottle a real diamond and it's you know also gold plated and this this champagne was in the in a casing that was locked but i had access to it and was about to drink it and i remember thinking like i was a person like many people come in here to try and buy this but i don't sell it to them because they don't 
appreciate it for what it is. They just want it because it's a million dollar bottle of champagne. And so if the world's really about to end, then I might as well drink it myself because I'm the only person who would ever truly appreciate it for what it is. And it's amazing because I almost drank it. And my mother was like, yeah, yeah, take it, take it. I'm like, no, like, I don't want champagne over heaven. But um, I wake up from the vision right before I almost drank it. And... I would look it up and I found it and it was the exact bottle. It was an all black bottle. You can't even mix it up with nothing else, especially knowing that the history of it. And wow, I couldn't believe that that was real. But I don't know how real this stuff really is, though, because especially when certain things are being controlled and I feel like the bottle of champagne, the only way I would have been able to drink the, drink it is if I would have sold my soul to the devil for it. They were like the devil was trying to get me to sell my soul in order to drink that million dollar bottle. And I feel like this shop really exists. Like if I really looked up all the places that you could find this million dollar bottle of champagne, that I would probably find this shop somewhere. It's I think it might be in Paris. But I don't know for sure because it might actually be anywhere in the, in the world. I just know it really exists. And this small shop owner, I know their whole life story and everything. Like, they were, I think, working a regular job. And then they ended up, you know, opening this shop, you know, because it's what they love to do. They love to, they're wine connoisseurs, champagne connoisseurs. So, you know, they opened this shop and that was the most expensive bottle. They haven't had an entire shop and it's a small shop, but the right people find it because they are also wine and champagne kind of source. And yes, they do carry cheap bottles, but you know, nobody who comes in there really are looking for cheap bottles. Like some, you know, people who don't know, they're staggering in, but most people who come in there know what they're in there for, know what they're looking for, but nobody has come in there that's actually ever truly appreciated that million dollar bottle of champagne for what it is. And I couldn't believe that after the vision I had when I looked it up and found that there's a bunch of different rappers and artists who have posed with this same bottle. And even Lux Luther posed with this bottle on his yacht. I found a scene. Uh, and he offered some to this guy, the guy. And all I know is this is a real bottle of champagne. It's very expensive. And there's only a few in the world. And even he said it in the scene and it's real. But if there's really only a few in the world and this is a million dollar bottle of champagne with its diamond encrusted, then why are, you know, artists shown in music videos pouring it all out over women and drinking it out the bottle. It's a million dollar bottle of champagne. But I guess that's the flex. But I put it together and I thought to myself. So if the company is probably providing the bottle of champagne for these rappers in order to promote it. And it's a really limited edition if they're providing these bottles for the champagnes to promote it. It's a million dollar bottle. So why would they need promotion? You know, when it comes down to it, only millionaires are going to be able to afford it anyways. So, you know, at the same time, that's probably why they need promotion. But at the same time, it's like, I guess it's all a business, you know, to promote it to the wannabes who come into a million dollars and then they waste it on a million dollar bottle. When in reality, it should promote itself and it should never have to be featured in a music video in order to prove anything. But at the same time, these artists, they like fancy million dollar stuff in order to show off and show out but it's like two or three million dollar bottles of champagne that's three million dollars 
and you're pouring it out and stuff for a music video, they can't really afford this stuff. These artists can't really afford these bottles. Like, if you think that artists afford everything they show up in in these music videos, then you still blind. You still sleep. This stuff is provided for them to promote these things. And not only that, a lot of times, you know, these artists, they only have what they show in a music video. Like, they don't have that money. They don't have really that money. Like, for example... And this is I hate I hate to make this example, but NBA Youngboy is worth what two point five million dollars. His house is worth what what one point five million dollars, and then he has kids, he has child support, and he wears like probably worth a million dollars worth of jewelry, right? It might not be a million dollars, but after all that being said, and he said he's going he was going to start a record company and he wanted to own his masters, they wouldn't let him get his masters. Yes, he's probably worth more by now. His his like his worth is going up most of his streams are on youtube good thing youtube is paying him out for that but when it comes down to it how can he afford a 1.5 million dollar home and you know all these children he have he has to pay child support for each and every single last one well yeah i remember him taking him for um taking him to court for child support maybe like two years back and not only that, he has to, he got this jewelry on that supposedly, supposedly he bought, right? And all of that, that's his net worth right there. If he's worth $2.5 million, that's his net worth right there. And if you look it up and you really find out the truth, you find out that these artists' net worth aren't even really what they actually have. Their net worth is based off of what they sold their contract for. And, their, and the people who have, them, who have them on contract pretty much own their lives. And that means that the house coming out of that $2.5 million, the jewelry, the um, expensive cars, the... um the videos the designer clothes all of that stuff is coming out of that record deal money and usually they get what a front of maybe like a percentage of it they probably get a front of maybe three hundred thousand dollars and they spin that up because they don't have financial real financial literacy some do you see chameleon made it out well a 50 cent okay um master p did very well for himself but this is not common if you if you really felt it was that common then how come we don't hear about it as much and in reality if you put all the details together you find out that these artists really don't have this money if you ever spent a day around them like spent every day around them you would find out that you know they have to call and get you know cleared for money to even they can't even take the money out the bank account they're pretty much you know controlled and it's not as much money as they're supposed to have it's not as much money as the internet says they are selling records for because they're be they're being pretty much their products to the to the level they're played and that's just when you talk about just the real life stuff because what the real real life stuff is the soul stuff. They soul belong to the record companies. And that's a whole nother story. But regardless of anything, a million dollar bottle of champagne, right? And a artist has three of them and he's worth what, $5 million? Come on now. What about his house and a jewelry he's wearing? All this stuff rented. So 
how come this bottle of champagne really costs a million dollars for the average Joe, but an artist got three of them in a in a video pouring it over women and wasting it? It's a diamond encrusted bottle. Don't you think that you know? Don't you think they would preserve or at least appreciate? That kind of bottle, or at least they would have at least a billion dollars in order to be able to play over a million dollar bottle like that. It's not even just a million, it's a million and a half bottle, a million and a half dollar bottle of champagne. It's diamond encrusted, diamond encrusted and gold plated. Yes, I understand they play over jewelry, cars in these videos, but those are just videos. It's not real life. Most of the time, if they walk away right now, they don't take away. They don't walk away with nothing. They walk away with nothing. Just the memories. So you can't tell me that a, a artist that's worth what? Two and a half, three million dollars. Is going to have three, a million and a half dollar bottles in a video. And he bought them. Because you got to add the jury to that ticket. You got to add the Rolls Royce, the Phantoms, the Rarys, the uh, designer clothes. And then you got to add their lifestyle outside of just the video. They home that they live in, the the family they supporting. It don't add up. It don't add up. Their ticket costs more than what they worth. But... Everybody's running to be one of these million dollar stars because that's what it's about. It's not about them actually being able to afford the stuff they wear. It's about them advertising it for somebody who does. Somebody who wants to be them. Somebody who wants to be around them to go and get the money or to go and be around the person who has it. Or to find a way to get that. Or to come and sell they soul to them so they can, you know, be sold out to the way I see it, the million dollar bottles that's on the table and the artists, same thing. They products. And they wanted me to sell my soul for that bottle. 